The Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 1. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. And they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, why then are you baptizing if you are neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandal. This took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. A pastor friend of mine told me Tuesday that he recently attended the funeral of a pastor friend of his, and the young pastor who preached and presided at the funeral told the gathered crowd that the deceased had given him one very clear directive regarding the service. And I'm paraphrasing now, paraphrasing my memories, which, well, those get worse every year. But he said something like this, when I die, I do not want a celebration of my life. I want a Christian funeral that is a celebration of the gospel and all the promises that are ours because Jesus is Lord, crucified, died, and risen from the dead for us. It's my funeral, in other words, he said, which means I died, in other words, he said. Don't trivialize it by just talking about me. In other words, he said, because if all you do is talk about me in the presence of death, the most powerful thing you've got to talk about are memories. Talk about Jesus and the fact that in him, in the presence of death, we have oh so more than memories. We have hope. I didn't know him, but I've got a hunch that this friend of my friend was a great pastor Because even in death, he was still preaching, making sure people were hearing about the greatness of Jesus. Which, of course, ironically, finds me here talking about this man who didn't want to be talked about. Because, well, because wanting to point not to the greatness of the self, but rather to the greatness of another, somebody who's not me, Well, that's actually its own kind of greatness, isn't it? Which I bring up today because, as is the case every Advent season at about this point in the season, today we meet a man 
called John. John the Baptist, most of the gospel writers call him, but just John, according to the gospel of John. John who, Jesus would later say, when it comes to the greatness of being truly human, John, according to Jesus, was the greatest human a human mother would ever birth. But who, in our gospel text for today, when asked in front of a large crowd to tell us a few things about yourself, had zero interest in talking about himself. And so John the Gospel writer, writing about John the Baptizer, writes that he himself was not the light. He came to testify to the light. And he continues writing, This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed. He did not deny. He confessed, I'm not the Messiah. And they asked him, Then what are you, Elijah? There was and still remains an expectation among Jews that Elijah would return at the same time the Messiah came. He said, I'm not. They said, are you the prophet? That refers to an expectation based on something God once said to Moses, which is that God would raise up a prophet like Moses also to return when the Messiah came. John answered, no, I'm not him either. By the way, skip ahead just about three years to the story of the transfiguration right before Jesus turns toward Jerusalem to to the cross and everything he would do because he was the Savior of the world. Who is it whom the disciples see appearing with Jesus right then, right before he'd go to Jerusalem to do everything he came to do as the Messiah? On the transfiguration mount, they would see Moses and Elijah with him which leads to a Bible study 101 kind of detail. Sometimes it's not the devil who's in the details. Sometimes it's prophecies being fulfilled in the details. Back to this story. And this man, John, who some refer to as the last of the Old Testament prophets, even though he's in the New Testament. They said to him, Then who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? Which is just exactly the question you don't ask a man like John. Because unlike some these days who seem unable to talk about anything without immediately making it all about they themselves, something about himself being said was not the title of a single chapter in John's entire autobiography. So when he answered the question about who or what he was, what he said is that what he was was here to tell them about somebody he wasn't. Or in his exact words, I'm the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, the one who is promised, the one who is coming, the one who will be the light in this world's deep darkness, the one whose light is so bright I can't hold a candle to him. For I am so nothing compared to him that I'm not even worthy to bend down and tie his shoe. And that, in his own version of a nutshell, was John in a nutshell. John the baptizer, the greatest human who ever lived according to the Son of God who became human to live in our midst. John who never once told anyone how great he was 
Rather, he told every sinner he could find. He told all who walk in this land of deep darkness how greatly bright was the light of God in the flesh, in the sun, coming soon, coming now, coming to us, coming to all to shine in the dark. Thinking about John this Advent season led me to think that the great who are great with true greatness know who they are. But the great who are great with true greatness also know who they aren't. And the great who are great in the faith also know the greatness of who Jesus is. Jesus who, in those moments when our personal I am's or our personal I am not's darkly haunt us, Jesus who then does exactly what John says he'll do, he comes. He comes to us, and in John's gospel in particular, the light he so often shines with when he comes is the light of his beautiful promises of his I am's. And so when I or maybe you feel like we can't even see anymore in the dark, he comes and he says, I am the light. Or when I or maybe you are thirsty, with thirst that is the soul's kind of thirst, he comes and he says, I'm the water, the water of life. Or when I or maybe you are hungry, even though our, hungry, even though our stomachs are full, he comes and he says, I'm the bread of life. Or when I or maybe you are lost or feeling lost in some ways deeper than we can even name and we don't have any idea what a map would even look like to get out of where we are, he comes and he says, I am the way. Or when I or maybe you have no idea what's even true anymore in this world of alternative and fake truth, he comes and he says, I am the truth. Or when I or maybe you are dying, he comes and he says, I am the resurrection and the life. Or when I or maybe you in life or in death don't even know where to turn. And everywhere we, we do turn, it looks dangerous or scary. He comes and he says, I am the good shepherd. I'll walk you home. Don't be afraid. John knew who he was. John knew who he wasn't. And John knew that with his wases and his wasn'ts, his I am's and his I am not's, he and we are met by he who is all he is for us. For God so loves this I am sin-darkened world. Do you know all the way down to everything that you are and everything that you are not? Do you know that the love of God for the world includes the love of God for you, no matter who you are or who you aren't? Then worship him. Do you know anyone who could sure use someone telling them or showing them that no matter who they are and no matter who they aren't, the love of God for the world also includes them? then maybe it's time that you, like John, 
say. Say with word or deed or both. I'm not the light. Oh my gosh, am I ever not the light? But I know who is. Come. Come for he's coming. Come. Let us adore him. Amen.